Eden Koss here with Just Be, and we are about to take a spiritual boom. Our world is elevating, increasing in consciousness, upping in awareness. There is so much out there that is untrue and deceptive, even spiritually. Where are you while all of this is going down? Are you seeing things? Are you noticing that things aren't jiving or making sense? I am here to cut through the mire and gently elevate you. This is about finding yourself, your sovereignty, your voice, and of course, a big part of this boom will always be an exercise or practice meditative in nature, dedicated to frequency, energy, and connection. Everything here is not about politics, being liberal or conservative or any of that hoo-ha. It's about being human. And with that, what we are moving into, which is the heart and the dang truth. Hey, if you want to see what I do, visit EdenJustBe.com and let's get this party started. I, I don't know if I see today's episode as much like getting this party started because this is serious stuff, yet good stuff. And I always will have a, a positive twist out of it. Yet today I'm going to be discussing a lot of the Christian biblical prophecies and understandings of the end of the world. And I will convey to you what I believe is going to be happening probably sooner than later. And just a quick little update, as well as giving some exercises as well as a meditation. Okay, so quick little updates going back. I know our last... uh, my last podcast was about 2,000 mules, which again, that was another heavy duty time of reporting, let's say. Um, yeah, some intense stuff. And from what I understand, there's going to be a documentary coming out at the end of July that is going to focus on the Dominion voting machines, which I had known a long time ago that those were not the best in the world. And this is really going to shed some um, light, (laughs) some light on the challenges, let's put it with those as well. So at this point, there will be so much data showing that the 2020 election was a fraud. Again, it doesn't matter from what stance you're coming to on this. Again, it doesn't matter what party you align with or what your ideology is. This is across the board, just wrong stuff, just wrong. Let let me tell you a little bit about my day today. (laughs) I knew, I knew and have known, you know, for, for years now that as I describe it, there's a spiritual battle going on between darkness and light, between God and Satan. And I I knew this. Okay, I'm I'm really going to be talking slowly here as I just still come to terms with today. And it was good, yet it was really it was really um challenging. Okay, so I, I've known all of this. I and I there's still stuff that I haven't reported on that's even bigger stuff than what I have told you guys about. And as always, I say there's more. So I know there is 
darkness, I know that one of the aspects of this is accepting the darkness and accepting that that is a part of all of us as well. And in doing that, that's when we can really accept where we are and move into the heart. So I've known all of that and I felt some of it. So today, how do I put this briefly? There, um, there was a house in my neighborhood that they had experienced. So a, a younger couple lives there, a husband and wife and two kids. They had experienced not your normal, um, oh, my house is haunted kind of a thing, but she had been grabbed with on her hair and and taken down some steps. And then they had some of the, the classic things that you can imagine doors left open, Alexa just starting to answer things without anyone asking a question. One of the younger girls has those shoes that light up. So the shoes would start to light up as well. So there were disturbances beyond, oh my gosh, you know, when her hair was grabbed, heavy duty disturbances. So they had their house cleansed. Yet I went there last week and there were still some, some things. So I went there purposefully today to do more work there and went down to the spot in the basement that is the 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 challenging place it's like an kind of like an open portal or a gateway and knowing that a lot of stuff had happened okay this is kind of far out stuff yet I mean, this is what I do on a daily basis and combine that with what I know with what's going on in the world. It just makes it kind of tremendous. So I'm going to sit here and share it with you because I know from this point on, these podcasts are going to get a little more intense because, all right, well, because of this. So I went down into the basement thinking, you know, I was going to do my stuff. I've, I've seen scary stuff before. And knowing that the light is with me and that I cannot be harmed. Okay. And I I knew that and felt that throughout the whole event, yet it was tremendous. Tremendous. Um, I called my, my own teacher through it because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not quite sure what to do. And she stated point blank, well, you being there has really angered things. And I felt it. It was so, um... Uh, it's, it's so hard to describe because I, I wasn't scared because I knew they couldn't hurt me. Yet there was every attempt, not only to make me fearful, but basically to say, you know, essentially we can take your body, we can pull it to shreds. And there was, I mean, it was it was demonic. It was um, it it shook me even though i wasn't scared so my teacher basically said okay recite the lord's prayer close the portal or whatever um making sure that everything that came out of it was put back into it so i did that and then she said when you're done you need to leave so i had planned to have lunch with them and basically went upstairs and basically said okay i need to go i'll talk to you guys later <laughs> seeing so I, I tried to describe this to somebody else today and it didn't come out very clearly so I'm gonna, I'm gonna attempt to do that again knowing that all this is going on but seeing the veracity of it like I've read things I know things are going on but seeing it 
right in front of my face. And the the horror that it would give other people knowing that it still shook me up a little bit, but I'm used to it and I can handle it. Yet imagining people that can't handle it, that have never been up against something like this. And knowing that now things like this are going to start becoming more mainstream, that people are going to start feeling things, that people are going to, you know, these oddities and weird things are going to start happening more and more. This was getting to see not some human reproduction or a human riot of of hate, like that sort of thing. This was hate in pure, pure form. So my conclusion with within all of this is <laughs> what I've been saying all along. Yeah, it, there's big stuff happening right now. And it, it's good, but it is challenging. The title in my last episode was Hold the Line. Just keep holding the line because that is what I am doing. And that is why I keep doing these podcasts. I think this was a whole bunch of rambling. Hopefully <laughs> it made made sense. So I, I want to go ahead and present an exercise for you folks to do because I feel this is really important as well. So every day to write down, and it's important to write it down, again, capturing in your mind, bringing it through your body, delivering it from your hand on paper has so much significance. So every day, for as many as you that can do this, to write down one thing that is good about your day. As we continue to focus on that which is good, that is what we create. So every day, knowing that there is stuff around us that is not so great, and we could easily just focus on that as well. Okay, so this gets to the point of, we're going to talk about um, the biblical prophecies. I had one of my clients who is incredibly Christian. She came in last week and was just depressed and her her life is not going all that great at this time and she also feels that the state of the world is not going great and if you really sit and look at things it can be quite fearsome she had gotten herself in quite a tizzy let me go into some of these quotes from the bible or things from the bible this is very meaningful uh, for Matthew. Because of the increase of wickedness, wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. And that is something that, that we are seeing a good bit. Uh, and Luke, there will be signs in sun and moon and stars and on the earth, distress of nations in perplexity because of the roaring of the sea and the waves, people fainting with fear and with foreboding of what is coming on the world for the powers powers of the heavens will be shaken. The rapture is prior to the end of the world. States the rapture is when Jesus takes his followers up to heaven. Unbelievers will be left on earth to undergo a seven-year tribulation. This will be a last chance for unbelievers to accept Jesus, and apparently this is a period of time of pain, terror, and wrath. 
Okay, skipping forward, when the millennial kingdom ends, there will be the great white throne judgment in which all unbelievers will be thrown into the lake of fire for eternity. The end of the world. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire and the earth and everything done in it will be laid bare. Then there will be the creation of the new heaven and new earth. This is, this is some heavy stuff. And this is all reported to come from God because he is going to need to show his wrath and kill people and judge people. Okay, this is not what I believe. Not at all, because I do believe in a benevolent God, a God that loves, a God that treasures humanity, that treasures people. So this doesn't fit with me at all. Do I believe that things are going to get a little hairy? I indeed, and I'll talk. I indeed do, and I'll talk about that in just a second. Next episode, I will have Dr. Nicole Chris chatting with me. She comes from the apolistic Christian faith. So her views are probably going to be very different from mine. Yet my point here isn't to say, or isn't to disclude anyone, but yet to offer a different perspective on God, believing that we have been given heavy doses of fear in every aspect of our lives, down to our physicality, down to religion and faith. Many of us have been taught that we are sinners, wretched, not worthy of love, redemption, and women, whores, ill repute, dirty, the gender that brought about the fall of humanity in the Garden of Eden. When I tried to read the Bible, when I was trying to find faith at a young age, I haven't really gone into all this as well. So I grew up not having faith in a small southern town where everybody had religion or faith of some sort. So I grabbed the Bible at about nine to 10 years old and started to read it for myself. And I was shocked at how destructive God was portrayed and how awful I felt about myself as I read it. This is not love. And it is not as it should be. And I I also go into this knowing that I do work with the light on the daily basis. And in doing that, you are privy to such beautiful power. And I'm not saying power as, oh, I have power over you. No, the power of healing and this just incredible force. And then I saw today that also you know, there is this darkness and people that work with this darkness also have a power knowing that the power of the light is much greater. That again, like I told you, I wasn't scared of these beings and what they were going to potentially do to me or what they said they were going to do, which I knew they couldn't yet to still see them in front of me. uh, Again, I knew it, but I didn't know it, but I didn't know it. 
as I continue talking about this, I, I, I am realizing the part of this that really put me in shock, I guess that's the best way to say it, was I didn't quite understand the level of hatred. That brings me to the Georgia Guidestones. I would like for you to look that up. So in Elbert County, in my home state of Georgia, there were these Guidestones, which presented the guidelines guidelines for humanity. It was a 19-foot-tall monument inscribed with 10 guidelines in eight different languages. So I, I want you to look it up because there was some controversy behind this too. It was put up in like 1980 by someone under a pseudonym. So one of the inscription reads, for example, maintained humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Our current population right now is about 10 and a half billion. Okay, another inscription on these interestingly placed stones guide reproduction wisely. Okay, this makes sense, improving fitness and diversity, but guide reproduction wisely. These guide stones were destroyed. And to also put more thoughts into that, so I don't know if you have seen that a lot of food production houses have been destroyed. And then conversely, in the past couple weeks, so talking about food shortages and that sort of thing, yet there have also been some things that are not so good that conversely have been destroyed. Hmm. Wonder what's going on here. Now, hoo-hoo. What I believe is going to happen because we are going through this period now where things are really ramping up. One of the people that I really follow, that I really trust, uh, states that in August, stuff's really going to start being seen. And within that, potentially there are going to be two weeks when we talk about the um, apocalyptic or rapture or, I mean, it's it's going to be potentially pretty intense. So for those two weeks, potentially internet will go down, electricity will go down. Yet it is necessary because in this time, other structures are, be, are being put into place that will help everyone. So again, when I talk about holding the line, don't go into fear, do your best not to go into fear then I would encourage just to have some cash on hand. I would encourage also to have like two weeks of food and water just at your fingertips, just so it's there, so you do not have to panic, that sort of thing. Yet, again, everybody is going to be okay. Everything fabulous is going to come out of this. Yet there is still that I hear that not everybody is going to ascend Uh, go into these other dimensions that some are going to stay and remain locked into fear, which is a lot of how the the Bible displays things as well. So there are definite parallels in everything. It is our job then to continue the faith, to continue the goodness, to continue the love, 
because a lot of people are going to be shocked to high heaven. For example, I am in the midst of conceptualizing a neighborhood get-together just because when I moved here too, the virus was still alive and well. So people were in their homes. It was really hard to meet and greet. And now I'm like, okay, we're going to need each other. We're going to need to know who we each are and that we can trust each other as this starts to break down, which will then be a coming back together and a building up. Therefore, focus on the good. See good in other people. See good throughout your day. And let's go into a meditation. Just be practice. In my beautiful interaction with in complete hatred and darkness today with my teacher's instruction to help me with this, to cite the Lord's prayer. I think that's what we're going to do here now. So wherever you are, if you happen to be in a grocery store listing, wherever you don't even need to close your eyes just to connect to this. And I will say it twice in the most lovely voice that I can conjure. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. One more time to really suck that in. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Feel it. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever and ever. Amen. So cool of you to be here. My intention is not only to share my voice, but to have fun and be vulnerable. You know, all the things. Therefore, like and subscribe or put your comments here. If this is a commentable podcast channel, acknowledging what you enjoyed or maybe what you would like more of. My plan is to come out with a new episode by Wednesday of each week. And to let you know, I've gotten back on the Facebook animal with the singular purpose of being the light, the light that cannot be stopped. 
I'm also on Instagram. So connect to me at Eden Cause. And now I have YouTube videos that complement this work as well. Oh, Lordy, more to come. <laughs>